0: what up everybody this is the global hoopers podcast my name is devin and on this podcast today i wanted to talk to you guys about the utah jazz about the 2020 draft who the utah jazz got what i think about these players um nba free agency is getting ready to come up the jazz have a couple decisions to make in free agency this year a couple big decisions that will determine our future and how this season plays out the jazz are close to being able to compete and get ready to go to the nba finals it's just going to take a couple of the right moves to get us there and those moves are going to have to work out in our favor so i'm gonna break down the nba draft what I think about these players, our first round pick is Ndoku Azabuki, whatever it is. This guy looks like a beast. I know this is not a very popular pick because we have one of the best centers in the NBA already in Rudy Gobert. This guy is elite defensively. He's the best center in the NBA depending on what you think makes a center great, Gobert is right up there with the best of them. So when you see us take another center in the draft, in the first round specifically, it probably confuses the hell out of a lot of people like what the heck are we doing with this team? We need to win a championship. Are they going to go trade go bear? Is this the end of go bear? Are they looking to rebuild the roster and build around Mitchell? Who knows what's going on guys, but I think with this pick of Aduku Azubuki that he is a great player. I think that this guy is just here to back up go bear I think in my own opinion that the Jazz are going to keep Gobert I think that they will offer him around the max I do not think that they will ultimately give him the max deal but I think he will get close to it um yeah I think uh this does not hurt Gobert's future with the Jazz I think the Jazz still want to build this team around Gobert I still think they want to build around Gobert and Mitchell um but that's really matters around what gobert wants to do um gobert is a free agent after the 2021 season so anything could happen gobert could go wherever he wants and he is a unrestricted free agent so that means if he chose to go to the dallas mavericks or the atlanta hawks or the okc thunder or wherever he might choose to go we wouldn't have the chance to offer or match that contract that he was offered from the other team. So it would be a similar situation to when we lost Gordon Hayward. And I do not think any Jazz fans wanna see that happen again. That was like one of the biggest um, disappointing moments um, in recent history for Jazz fans. Uh, We all wanted Hayward to stay. We got so lucky that we got Donovan Mitchell and we basically went right back to where um, we left off with Hayward because um, Mitchell just picked up that production and just pick up or picked up right where Hayward left off and continued to expand on what Hayward was doing and just produce at a whole new level for the Jazz. So Donovan Mitchell was like our biggest blessing in disguise, and so was Hayward leaving. Um, he probably would have helped our team, but he would have got a huge max contract when he was here. And I do not know if a team around Hayward, Gobert, and Mitchell would be good enough to win a championship. So I think it is a blessing in disguise that Hayward is gone. But you don't want to lose Gobert for nothing the same way that you lost Hayward. It would have been nice to just trade Hayward and to get a couple first-round picks or players that we were interested in in return, kind of like we did for Darren Williams back in the day when we got Derek Favors and Devin Harris and all those draft picks that we got that helped us out that set us up for the future that helped us for the many years to come afterwards the Hayward leaving left us with nothing we just got lucky that we got Mitchell and he was able to produce the same way that Hayward was um so we could have been a lot worse when Hayward left but it was just because of Mitchell so can't take him for granted super grateful for Mitchell he's a great player for this team and he's done amazing things that's why I think it's time to build around him make sure that he has the best team possible to win and do whatever he can to go out there and get 30 points every single game I think he is capable I think he can be a Kyrie Irving Steph Curry type of player for the Jazz maybe not with shooting you know deep threes and stuff like that but he can score he can get to the rim he can take over games when he chooses to and he's only getting better every single day he's only developing he's only creating more chemistry with this team with Quinn with this organization with this city he's only getting more comfortable he's only going to get better so you got to focus on that and you got to um worry about that worry about mitchell and gobert right now we have two all-stars on our team that are ready to win now they're ready to put in the work they're ready to put in everything that we need for them um they work harder than anybody gobert is a great player he's a goal a great um symbol for the jazz a great leader a great um just you know image and for the jazz basically He's a he's a great guy He helps people out He donates a lot of money He donated a ton of money For the coronavirus After he got diagnosed um, I know a lot of people Don't like Gobert He's not the most likable Player in the league But that's okay That's just because People like the judge Or whatever it is Gobert is an awesome guy He's never done anything To make you disrespect him as a person i think he stands up and represents utah in an amazing way i think he's on this team for the long term and i think udoka is just a backup for him i think he's going to be a role model for udoka and i think gobert is going to teach him everything he knows and everything that gobert has learned from being in this league because gobert knows what it feels like to be slept on to be a little underrated to be a 27th overall pick so i think gobert is going to know exactly where udoka is coming from i don't think gobert will hold it against him in any way at all i think gobert is going to teach him how to do screens and be very successful at that i think gobert is going to help him on defense and blocks and guarding on the perimeter a little bit and um things like that and uh finishing alley-oops and maybe whatever it is guys I think Gobert is going to be a great role model I think he's going to be a great teammate and I think he's ultimately going to develop Yudoka into be our starting center of the future once Gobert hits the age of 30 31 32 around that age and then then he can go on the bench and then Yudoka can take over and become the starting center and then Gobert can still be there for that veteran presence and just because it's a loyalty and it's him to the team and he's done amazing things since he's been here. He's been an amazing player. And so you show loyalty to the guys that are like that and show loyalty to you. And it's all love for Go Bear. So I think Doka is a great pick. He's seven feet tall. He has a seven foot nine wingspan. He averaged 13 points a game in college. He shot 75% from the floor. But he did not shoot very much mid-range. He did not shoot any three-pointers at all. He is not a very great shooter. He shot 45% from the free-throw line, um, which is bad, very bad. Uh, He's going to struggle at the free-throw line probably for a couple years. But like I was saying, guys, Gobert used to struggle at free throws as well. So I think Gobert is going to be a great role model for Udoka and I think he's going to help him in that aspect as well and help him improve on his free throws and get better at those and be able to knock him down when he gets to the line and just recognize all that small stuff on defense that Gobert's already so great at and so are so good at recognizing and um, just playing defense, guys. I think Gobert's gonna help him and just, you know, be an amazing player and teammate and veteran and a leader to this guy. So I think we don't have to really worry about Yudoka. I think he is going to be fine. I think in five, seven years time, he's going to be an all-star in this league. I think he's going to be leading the Jazz. He is 270 pounds. This dude creates such a presence in the middle that You know, people go around and they're just missing shots just because of what he creates, the type of tension and and anxiety basically in the hole that people get just from being around this huge guy that's seven feet tall, 270 pounds, and he has a 40-inch vertical. A 40-inch vertical. Donovan Mitchell in the NBA draft combine in 2016, 17, whenever he was drafted, had a max vertical of 40 and a half inches 40 and a half inches for donovan mitchell this guy's seven feet tall 270 pounds and he has a 40 inch vertical oh my goodness guys that guy is going to be able to jump out of the roof he's going to get so many freaking blocks so many rebounds man this guy is going to be flying off the floor Go Bear! in the draft combine only had a vertical of 20 Five inches. And he's the defensive player of the year in the NBA. He's one of the best blockers in the NBA. He can shut down pretty much anybody out there. And he's such an amazing player. And he only had 25 inch vertical. And Yudoka has a 40 inch vertical, guys. That's freaking crazy to me, especially since he has such a weight difference on Gobert. He has, he's 270 pounds. That's almost 300 pounds of this dude running around out there oh my goodness guys this guy is going to be great i would not worry about this pick at all i know it's not super popular to a lot of you guys out there um like i was saying earlier but it's okay this is going to pan out this guy is going to help our defensive second unit so much. He's going to be a major, major, major upgrade over Tony Bradley. Um, he's going to help out our team so much, set screens in an amazing way, get people open, catch alley oops do all the things that tony bradley wasn't able to do especially in the playoffs that we all noticed last year when gobert would go out and tony bradley would have to go in and guard Jokic. that was a huge mismatch for us that's probably one of the reasons we ended up losing was because we had to throw people like juan morgan on Jokic and basically just let him work on him now we have another big body to throw at people to go out there and play defense in case anything ever happens, like an injury or anything like that, or a player just needs some rest. This is going to help the Jazz in so many different ways. Having this guy, um, we're gonna have second legit option on this team to be able to do whatever we need to and to be able to just score and get the ball around and just you know play defense and stop teams and stop other teams second units and he's going to be able to play around conley and clarkson and ingles and whoever's on that second unit for us and he's going to be a major major upgrade he's going to ball out in my opinion and my perspective from what the way i'm seeing it guys i think this guy's going to have a breakout career for the jazz and i think he's just going to continue to get better every single season until like i said he's our starting center in five to seven years or whatever it is I think he's going to be great. I think it's an A-plus pick from the Jazz. I love it. I think it's going to be amazing for us. And we also have no idea what the Jazz are looking at. Considering the free agency, they could go after somebody like Clarkson or they could go after somebody like Derek Favors, which we're all expecting them to and which a lot of people were wanting. But I don't ultimately think that's going to happen because we got Udoka on this team. And he's going to be able to replicate whatever – Derek Favors was able to do for us last year and I think Udoka is going to be able to do it but even better so I wouldn't really worry about that right now um his production is going to be through the roof so I I think that he's going to be awesome for the Jazz and I think he's going to probably get around 12 to 10 points a game for utah i think he's probably going to get around nine to ten rebounds he's going to get his blocks he's going to be right there with gobert helping with defense he's going to be a great replacement man i love this pick um a plus like i said guys if you're mad about this pick just just wait and you'll see that this guy is probably going to turn out to be a great player in the nba it's not a for sure thing but it's definitely looking like he has a great mentor in front of him so i would definitely be putting my money on udoka azabuki to be a great NBA all-star in this league he looks amazing so far and I think the jazz are just going to be able to help him in so many different ways and continue to develop him and make him become one of the best centers in this league eventually and I think he's going to learn a lot of it from Rudy Gobert and Gobert is going to be a great teacher for him so our second round pick guys was Elijah Hughes we got him with the 39th pick he's a, a shooting guard out of Syracuse he averaged 19 points a game in college he shot seven three-pointers per game that's a lot Lot of threes, guys, and he averaged 34% field goal percentage from three, which is not terrible, um, but it's not great either. You'd like to see those numbers up a little bit, but um, he is young, he is 21 22 years old, uh, probably not even that. I think he's probably 21 if not 20. Um, but I think he's going to be a great player. He is nothing but a scorer, he goes out there and puts the ball in the basket, he's a big guard um similar to alec burks but with a better three-point shot this dude likes to shoot from threes he's going to get better he's going to continue to develop that guys um he's going to continue to shoot so we have another scorer off the bench to play along with clarkson and ingles and udoko now and i don't know if it's going to be conley off the bench or who our backup point guard is at the moment but it's looking good so far guys. It's looking like the jazz have made some positive moves They made some positive draft picks that are going to pan out really well for them I like both of these picks I think that elijah hughes is going to be a good player for us as well I think he's going to be kind of like a flamethrower that you can just throw in the game to go get some buckets for you Kind of like jordan clarkson Um, I think he'll probably have a similar career as jordan clarkson especially if we keep jordan clarkson on the jazz and this guy's able to learn from him and just dissect his brain every day and practice with him and see how jordan clarkson moves and how he gets open and how he gets his shots off in the nba and i think this guy would be able to learn a lot from clarkson and just how to score and how to get open how to get the ball to the rim and so i think uh, this guy's a, a good pickup as well i think he's going to help us out a lot um the the picks might not make a hundred percent sense right now but that's because we haven't been able to see what the jazz are going to do in free agency yet i think that the jazz probably have some big moves up their sleeve i think the first number one priority is re-signing jordan clarkson i think it's getting him back on this roster um getting him back on that bench unit to just produce for us just to bring that production off the bench um just so we we don't get killed in these these games where mitchell and conley and Bogdanovich had to go to the bench and then you know we have nobody on the bench that can go in and score for us and uh yeah I think Clarkson is staying for sure I cannot see any other contenders that have the cap space to keep or to sign Clarkson this year Um, so I think he signs with Utah I think he enjoyed his time with Utah I think he gets along well with Mitchell I think that they are going to be really productive together and that they're just going to continue to grow And I could see Clarkson um, becoming the starting point guard slash shooting guard for this Jazz team in the next couple years once we end up getting rid of uh, Conley or Conley just gets too old and ends up going over to the bench. And uh, that could be this year. We don't know. I think the Jazz like Clarkson off the bench, but I think Clarkson would be a great uh, two guard next to Mitchell while Mitchell is playing point guard. I think that's a dream scenario for the Jazz to have Mitchell Clarkson, Bogdanovich, and then a power forward, whoever that might be, along with Gobert in that starting lineup. I think that's a lot of points. That's a lot of three point shooting. That's some defense in there as well. Got good size um, by moving Mitchell over to the point guard, putting Clarkson at shooting guard. He's a little bit bigger than Mitchell and Conley, so he brings that size. No, he's not great at defense, but he can guard some people. He tries, he puts in the effort. Quinn is teaching him. You can tell that Clarkson. Um, is showing a little bit of pride in his defense and it has changed a little bit um, compared to previous years in the past when he was on the lakers or Cavs or whatever it might have been i've seen a little bit of improvement out of him in that area so that's always a positive and hopefully he can continue to build on that continue to get better continue to keep playing defense and yeah guys so and then also if you moved bogdanovich over to the small forward spot he's six seven six eight that allows more size then the jazz got to find a power forward which is one of the big keys in free agency this year i think number one like i said is sign jordan clarkson Bring him back to that bench unit or starting unit, whichever one put Conley on that bench unit or whatever, maybe Elijah Hughes, depending on how fast and how quick he can contribute and get into the rotation for the jazz. If it can be right away, then that would be a good replacement for Clarkson on the bench and then move Clarkson into that starting lineup. Um, But you also have to find a power forward for the Jazz, which is the reason for getting rid of Tony Bradley, which is the reason for getting rid of Ed Davis and packaging those picks with them so that we could clear up that cap space to get some new guys. Um, And that's Clarkson. And that is going to be I don't know who the power forward will be. But in my opinion, the top guys we could get would be, number one, Davis Bertons out of Washington Wizards. Um, he's a great three-point shooter. He's a free agent this year. He's 27 years old. I think he would be an amazing pickup. We could probably get him for around $13, 14000000 if we were lucky. Uh, maybe a two-, three-year deal. I think he would be a great fit next to Gobert on the Jazz. I think he would help out in so many different ways. And I think it would just allow the Jazz to take it up another notch and just to – man, they would – if they got Bertons, their scoring would be through the roof if they had Bertons and Bogdanovich and, and Clarkson and Mitchell all out there. Um we'd be hitting threes. We'd be up there with the best of them in the league. I think Mitchell's going to take a step up this year. I think Gobert's going to take a step up. And if they're both taking and leveling up again this year and just getting better, more into their prime, then this Jazz team's going to be better. So if you surround them with some more shooters, surround them with some guys that can play some defense and get the ball in the basket, then that is looking really good for the Jazz. Um... That would probably be the number one best scenario option for me is Davis Bertans. I think he would be a great pick. No, he doesn't play great defense, and we would kind of be lacking on the defensive end. Um, But he does put the ball in the hole And he does make those threes And he does shoot a lot He does space the floor And he would provide a lot of stuff for the Jazz Especially on offense Including size He's 6'10 And uh, he's young He would be able to play on this team for years And uh, he's just entering his prime right now So who knows how good he could become He looked great this year He looks like he took a step up this year Um, He looked really good So we'll see how much better he can get hopefully a lot better. But I think that would be a great option for the Jazz. Number two would be Jay Crowder. I think he would also be a great option for the Jazz, ultimately, because he already played on the Jazz. um, We know who he is. We know what he does. We know what he likes to do. And that's be that enforcer, be that uh, intimidator, be that that dog on that team that will go out and play defense and will body anybody up and you know push anybody around and protect anybody and talk crap to anybody as well um i think that's something that the jazz will need i think our toughest guy on the team right now is probably joe ingles um conley isn't you know much of a speaker upper he doesn't like to you know get into it sometimes with the other team and Uh, He's never even had a technical in his career. He's more laid back more reserved same with Gobert same with Mitchell Same with a lot of these guys on this team same with Clarkson. He's more reserved Um, Same with Bogdanovich. This whole team is full of guys that are reserved more quiet Um, not really getting in the other team face, not really, you know, hyping the intensity of the fans of the, the other team of the, you know, the bench, all that stuff. You need those players on that team that can, that bring that energy that can bring that, you know, loose ball diving and could just be there as a, a protector, as a, as a tough guy, as a dog, as a whatever you need to go play defense on LeBron, on AD, to get down there and dive on all those balls. That's exactly what Jay Crowder is. And I think that would be one of the main reasons the Jazz need to bring him back. There is not very many options that power forward this year for the Jazz, but Jay Crowder is one of them. Um, The Miami Heat just drafted Precious. His name is Precious Achiwa, Achiwa. I think his name is. He's a power forward um, out of Memphis. Anyways, they got him. So it does not really look like they will be re-signing Clarkson or Crowder. I think they'll probably just stick with Precious for this year, a lot cheaper player than they could end up getting Crowder for. Um, I think they'll focus more on getting Drogic back and probably a couple other free agents that can help them win now. And I think Clarkson or Crowder, Would be a major pickup for the Jazz to get back I think he had a good time in Utah I think he loved his time here I think he likes the teammates of Gobert And Donovan and Ingles and Quinn And I think he likes the city So I think Crowder would be an amazing pickup for the Jazz I could see him going to somewhere like Maybe L.A. or um, Either of the L.A. teams Or maybe Boston or uh, I don't know, maybe Milwaukee Somebody like that I could see him going to But I think he would probably be best back on the Jazz and starting at that power forward position. Um, he brings that defense. He brings that intensity. He brings that toughness that the Jazz need. He brings that swagger to the team. And he's just a great player. He's, he's he's very likable. He can shoot threes. He can make them. He can knock them down. He can hit mid-range. He can get to the hole a little bit. And he's just a, he's just a good guy. He brings a good image to the team. Um, he's just a good player to have on your team, guys. I think uh, Crowder would be a great pickup for the Jazz, and I think you could ultimately get him maybe back into Utah for 10 million a year. And I think he would be a lot better pickup than Derek Favors potentially because uh, he can space the floor a little bit, because he does bring that uh, loud factor, because he does stick up for his teammates, he does, um, you know, go out there and dive for those balls. He can guard those perimeter players he can you know stretch the floor all this stuff like that i think crowder would probably be one of the best fits at power forward for us and i'm not just saying that because he was recently on the jazz i truly believe that he would be a good fit on this team for the price range for his age um, for the future and just for where this jazz team is heading i think crowder would fit very ideally and i think he would help us out a lot this year Um, he would be able to be able to guard guys like i said like lebron Um, there's a lot of teams coming out this year that are stacked. The Blazers just got Robert Covington, um, you know that would that would be one more guy that we need to guard right there. The Nuggets got Michael Porter Jr. That was a mismatch for us in the playoffs. Um, guys like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard we'll have to guard, and we don't have people like that that we can put them on right now. We have Royce o'neill but he's only six four. I don't like that matchup on all these bigger, small, and power forwards in the NBA because I feel like Royce is just too small and he's just gonna get shot over. Ingles is getting a little bit older. Um, We don't know how he's going to look this year. He did not look great last year. It seems like he has been falling off a little bit. It could just be an illusion, and he could just be uh, not comfortable in that bench role. But we'll see this year, and it will ultimately tell us what's going on with him. Um, So we'll see what's happening with Ingles. But I think Crowder would be a great, amazing pickup for the Jazz. I think he would help us. Uh, Get into that second third round of the playoffs. I think that would help us guard those players like Kawhi like LeBron like Maybe I don't know Harden um now Kelly Oubre on the Warriors and Wiggins and guys like that we need a bigger player that can go out there that can defend these perimeter players uh, maybe Justin Holiday would be a good pickup as well but he's not as much of a scorer and he's not as much of a dog as Crowder is I think Crowder is exactly what this Jazz team needs um, especially if we're able to keep Conley especially if we're able to keep Clarkson and Bogdanovich and Elijah Hughes and all these guys that can score the ball then it doesn't really matter if Crowder is uh not that efficient from three and stuff like that guys we won't need him to be that big of a scorer like he was previously when he was in utah he'll be more of an enforcer more of a defensive player more of a dog on this team and he'll just you know be there to stretch the floor and hit those occasional threes and get those three-point plays and um just play defense and guard the other team and just be a dog and a, a leader on this team and stuff like that guys there's a lot of positives that he'll bring to this team And uh, ultimately, he would bring stuff that Davis Bertons wouldn't bring because Bertons is just another quiet guy. And I think that you have to have one of those loud leader type of players on your team and for every team in the NBA. I think that's an important thing to have. Um, You know, it just brings culture to the team. It brings toughness. It brings, you know, dignity. They're the ones hyping everybody up in the huddle, you know, uh, just, you know, pumping everybody up before the game in the locker room yelling and, you know, just. Getting the team involved, getting the team pumped up. You need players like that, calling out people, being honest, you know, being real, and you know, being that enforcer. You need those, need those guys. I think Crowder would be a great fit. I think if we're able to get Crowder, if we're able to get Clarkson back, then we're ultimately probably going to be in the Western Conference Finals. But we will see what happens. The remainder of this year, um, the free agency starts really soon. I think the Jazz will get Clarkson back for sure. It's just about that power forward option, what we have to figure out, what we're going to do from there. So appreciate you guys listening. If you like the podcast, you can follow me under Instagram, under Global Hoopers, and that's global with two L's at the end, like ball and hoopers, spelt normal, guys. So you can follow me there. Um, If you like the podcast, leave a five-star review, subscribe. I appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Tune in for the next one, guys. Peace.